You're listening to the Glass City Church Podcast. Welcome to Glass City Church Podcast. This is Justin Shirley, uh, intern at Glass City Church, here again with Pastor Jeff Lavalette, uh, obviously our pastor. It is officially 2019, and God has done some pretty crazy, amazing things uh, here at Glass City, uh, and wanted to recap that a little bit uh, for the simple fact that we're called to do that in multiple places in the Psalms that we're supposed to recall his faithfulness. Uh, so, Jeff... How do we see God uh, working this year? Um, how do you see God working in your personal ministry uh, and uh, also uh, within the church? So 2018, um, we started the first week of January preaching through First uh, Corinthians, and we spent 35 weeks in First Corinthians, which was awesome, um, getting getting to see uh, just what... what um, Gosh, what, what God can do in a, in a crazy messed up church like every church. Uh, Corinth was a little well, a little extra nutty, um, but yeah, we we've we've gotten to over the past year just just God has grown um, our church has has put new things um, on our hearts. You know, we're we're um, continuing uh, this year a uh, tradition we started last year, which was um, getting together you know monthly to to just pray and to sing and and all of that. Um, but that all started this past year. You know, we've uh, we've gotten to um, gosh, there's just there's just so much, man. There's there's so many things that it's it's hard to not make it the entire podcast about what God's doing. But I will say this: um, over the past year, we've seen God work uh, both in us, uh, through us, and also in spite of us. Um, we we've seen um, you know the the way that uh, the the church um, works together, uh, which yeah. is really super cool. Um, we've, we've seen, um, you know, this past year we, we've, uh, seen some baptisms. We've seen, uh, people come to faith. We've seen people grow mm-hmm. deeper in their faith. Um, yeah. and so, man, uh, that, that right there is, is, is just incredible. And so, uh, really looking forward to, um, what he's going to do in the, in the coming year. And just, and just, you know, personally, you know, I've, I've been, uh, I've had some, some cool projects that I've gotten to work on. I've, I uh, had the opportunity to, to to do some speaking engagements and things like that, and um, yeah, just uh, some some things that are in the hopper that I don't really want to don't really want to to talk about yet. But uh, yeah, just super super pumped and excited uh, about where he's where he's uh, taken us and where and where you know where he's going to take us. So yeah, that's uh, that's the most vague I can probably be, but I, I think that that's... <laughs> I think that's more than, you know, there's, there's so much. So, yeah, I mean, there has been a lot, uh, even in my own, uh, walk as well. I mean, been learning a ton, growing a ton. It's been, uh, a, a fruitful year, even though it felt like a pretty long year. Um, so, uh, thankful that 2019 is, is here and now, uh, and obviously with the new year, um, there's a lot of planning that, uh, gets involved, uh, people with resolutions and uh, kind of planning out budgets and spreadsheets and all these different things that people do uh, to ring in the new year. Um, how do we keep Christ in our plans uh, and not fall into the trap of, of planning our own lives based on our own uh, wills and desires? Yeah. And I think um, it's really easy for us to, to, to let our hearts kind of, you know, to follow our hearts 
you know that's that's such a such a horrible piece of advice that you hear all the time wait yeah it is i know right yeah, that's ridiculous. I don't you should, believe you. you. Should talk to our brother uh, Jeremiah in the Old Testament about that if you have any questions. But, He's wrong. You know, well, wow, <laughs> it's you. That was a joke. Yeah, I hope I hope everyone knows that. Okay, going to email me. So, um, well, like this past week, we looked at uh, James's rebuke of people who were planning out their goals and hopes and dreams without any consideration for for God's will, God's mission, and. Um, you know, it was the it was the final final sermon of the year. You know, going into the new year, I wanted to try to just just help our our uh, our people and anyone who who would watch it or listen to it online, uh, just really um, embrace uh, what what God is saying through through James um, in in that that passage in James four thirteen through seventeen. Um, but it was actually a message of of love and hope, even though he's like, hey you know goofballs what are you doing like you're you're acting like you've got all this time you've got all this you know ability and and all these you know things that you're just completely ignoring um the fact that you're a mist you know your your life is a vapor and um you don't have anything guaranteed um it's all it's all from and through and and to uh god and so um but it was a message of 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 love and hope and pleading uh, with with who he was writing to and and, and us um, to trust in and rely on God as we consider what we're going to do in the new year. You know we're not entitled to a single day um, yet. If God blesses us with all or even some of this next year to live our lives, you know the absolute best way to do so begins with considering how short and precious life is, because then we'll actually value it instead of wasting it. Um, we'll we'll not postpone being faithful to to what God has called us to do. Um, and, and, and the absolute best way is, is also by acknowledging that God's the one who holds our lives in his hands. Uh, and so we make our plans and goals and hopes and dreams according to his will for his glory, first and foremost, because it's all about him. You know, that's, that's, that's the, the important thing to remember. Um, and so that begins, and I talked about this on Sunday a little bit when I was talking about what it means to, um, to, to be, um, infused with something. I talked about how my wife and I used to go to Skyline Chili when we were living in Indianapolis. And if you walked in there for more than 30 seconds, your entire wardrobe smelled like Skyline Chili until you washed it. You know, you went home and did a load of laundry, essentially. I had a, I had a wool winter coat that I wore one time that smelled like Skyline for the rest of the <laughs> winter. And I mean, I really like Skyline, but it makes a really bad cologne. So, um, but it begins with basking, you know, this this whole planning our, our lives um, according to uh, according to what God has called us to um, begins with basking in the in the aroma of the presence of the Lord uh, by steeping ourselves in His Word. You know, just like we spend any time at all in Skyline, we smell like Skyline. We spend some time in the Word, we're going to smell like what God wants us to be. You know, being saturated with His Spirit uh, through prayer, through through worship. Um, marinating in his truth, soaking up his boundless love uh, by pouring out our hearts in repentance and then filling up with his forgiveness. You know, the, I, and I, the way the reason I structured it like this is because it's you know it's it's all about how, what we consume. You know, what we put into ourselves, what we what we put around ourselves, what we spend time near, um, and then we fe- we feast on his faithfulness by remembering all he's done. You know. Uh, at that point, we can't help but carry that aroma into every area of our lives and plans and goals the same way that I couldn't help walking into someone's house smelling like Skyline when I had just eaten there and my, my coat was was just infused with, with that glorious aroma. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, and when you're talking about, I mean, even in the podcast, we've talked about the the past few podcasts. We talked about a biblical view of a variety of different topics, um, from homosexuality to to God's love to God's character, things of that nature. Um, what would be a biblical view of of planning? Uh, so not have so not over planning or under planning. Obviously, there's dangers in both of those. Uh, what would those be? Yeah, I, and I and I love this question because it, it actually ties into uh, one of the one of my sermons from our, our pre-advent, our Advent of Advent um, series, where I was talking about uh, two guys, Dick Kaufman and Jack Miller, who have written extensively on idolatry, um, and they identify four root idols. Um, Comfort, approval, control, and power, and those four roots kind of that that's that's those are the four roots that every other idolatry um, comes out of every every other idol is born out of one of those four and so if we underplan uh we may be dealing with an idol of comfort, you know where we we think if i don't if i don't plan you know if i if i if I don't really put anything into practice um i I don't want to tie myself down to anything that requires me to work you know i don't I don't want to have any any accountability you know if i if I don't set goals then it doesn't matter if I decide to be lazy because there's nothing there there's nothing there for me to to live up to yeah um and the the second one an idol of power um is is uh a way that that it kind of shows up if we if we just underplan because the greatest nightmare of somebody who who loves power who idolizes power is is a failure or a humiliation like if that's my idol if I just if I need to feel like I have power um, then failure and humiliation are, are my biggest nightmare and so therefore if I don't establish a plan no one will know if I fail to accomplish it and I won't be humiliated yeah and I think that's I mean it's it's a weird way to think about under under and over planning but but man it's helpful to me um, on the other side of that coin if we over plan uh, we may be dealing with uh, an idol of control uh, you know I can't stand the lack of certainty so maybe a precise plan will save me from my anxiety uh, or an idol of approval. You know, I need others to love and admire me. So maybe a precise plan will save me from looking like I don't have everything together. And uh, and you know, we we can be dishonest about that. That's one of the one of the you know, when we need approval, we're going to be dishonest about everything so that you know somebody will we we don't have to disagree with anybody or we don't have to disappoint anybody. And so. Um, yeah, I mean the 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 dangers are of of over or under planning. So again, it goes back to what James says. He's like, you know, if the Lord wills, we will live. If the Lord wills, we will do this or that. You know, and and so really, really leaning on God and 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 trusting God um, to accomplish His purposes and and just trying to play our part well while not over or under planning. Yeah, I mean, and you said that God knew of 2018 and also 2019 before eternity's passed. Uh, that God's in control, that he's sovereign, uh, and that any at any point our plans, using air quotes, uh, can essentially be hijacked uh, from what we think should happen uh, and what we put down on paper. Yeah, I think I think the the over under planning. I mean, that's that's our attempt to hijack God's plans. Yeah, and uh, I don't know about you, but that's not a, a seat that I want to sit in. Yeah. Makes the robism of glory. We talked about that as well mm-hmm. uh, in your in your sermon. And uh, so with with the new year, uh, there's obviously resolutions abounding. Everyone's going to be hitting the gym. Uh, my question to you, Jeff, is: Do you have any resolutions? 
uh, and how we should how should we think about resolutions? Yeah, and that's 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 tricky because you know there's the it's I do, but they're not like like normal resolutions. They're not like I'm. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Like today, I got on the scale because my buddy out in Colorado and I are, are competing. Uh, for the next three months, I think it is. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's longer than that, uh, because you know we're both we're, we both uh, we both enjoy our dinner, so to speak. And so, um, back in November, he was out here for my 40th birthday, and we kind of made a deal that we were gonna um, have a have a uh, kind of getting healthy. Biggest loser. Yeah, it, yeah, something like that. I don't really know it. That, yeah. Um, so I got on the scale today. I was like, oh, I gained a little weight over the holidays, and so um, I was kind of bummed about that, and. Uh, you know, got got my got my 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 uh, protein shakes out, and I've just been doing those, and it's been making me kind of kind of hangry today. Uh, but so, but resolution wise, it's like you know, um, honestly, I just want to resolve to 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 draw closer to God. And I know that might sound like the the cheesy Sunday school answer, but um, I think you know a lot of those kind of um, self improvement um, resolutions, while they may be well intended. Um, can turn into those idols again. You know, the idol of control, the idol of comfort, the idol of approval, the idol of power. Um, uh, in one of those one of those sermons back in the pre-Advent um, series, we we talked about how you know sometimes we like to trade idols, and I think resolutions are are a great way to trade idols, and that's not a great way not being a good thing. Um, but you know, if I trade laziness for um, vanity where it's like, Oh, I'm going to get swole and I'm going to, I'm going to hit the gym and, and, and get, you know, yeah. trade this one pack in for a six pack, you know, and, and, uh, as opposed to the keg, as opposed to the pony keg. Yeah. Then, um, you know, that, that's just trading one item for the other. And so like, I want to be careful about, you know, resolutions in that, uh, if they become ultimate, they become idols. And so, uh, drawing close to the Lord, you know, just loving my wife well, which is always, um, you know, something that God's trying to teach me, uh, how to do better. Um, making the best of the time that I have, I think would, would be another one. Cause I did turn 40 last year and I know that's not super old, but it's, it's also not super young. And so, um, realizing that my life is a vapor and, um, I want to, I want to make the most of what I have, what, what the Lord gives me, um, time wise. And so, but I, and I know that's not terribly exciting or, or motivating, but, but I, I think that it's realistic and I think that it'll, It'll hopefully uh, help me draw closer to him. What about you? What are your resolutions? My resolutions. Well, I resolved to eat more broccoli this year. Uh, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah. But no, I, I want to read more. Uh, I am have historically been not a reader. Uh, Do you ever buy books and then not read them and then buy more books and then not read them? Yup. Yeah. That's me in, yeah. a, in a nutshell. This is me in a nutshell. Oh, thanks for the Austin Power reference there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, uh, I... I want to read more. I want to, uh, my, my word for the year. So with, with work and leadership development, uh, we have a word for the year. It's called one word. If you obviously put two and two together, uh, in my word for this year's development. So I want to be, I want to develop, uh, as a, as a follower of Christ, I want to develop in my maturity and develop in my, my wisdom and my character. And, uh, and I want to read more, uh, like I said, so, when let me ask you this: So, if we have uh, resolutions, and if you're anything like me, who's I, I struggle with discouragement from time to time, and I also I'm a dreamer, so I can make all these uh, grandiose plans and uh, these different resolutions. And when I have so many of them, or they're a little far fetched and they don't work out, 
around February or March or even April. Or if I get January. that far, yeah. <laughs> end of January, uh, mid, middle of January, yeah. how do I deal with discouragement? How, how should the believer deal with discouragement uh, in their resolutions? Um, I don't know. Uh, let me, th- I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think now. Um, how do you deal with discouragement in anything? You know, um, yeah. I think, uh, what's, what's helpful to me, what the, some, some of the discouragement for me, uh, maybe not, not in resolutions, but just in like, you know, people, you know, be, people being critical. Yeah. Um, what I, what I try to do, and I don't always do this well, but it's like, um, you know, letting your critics be your coaches is what, what one uh, pastor, um, said one time at a at a church planting uh boot camp i think it was um you know chewing up the meat and spitting out the bones you know looking for the kernel of truth and those types of things and so maybe and i'm just do, i'm really just doing this on the fly here um maybe something that would be helpful is to you know look at why did i want why did i make that resolution you know oh, what, yeah. what was the goal for that you know was it a was it a pure goal or was it a selfish goal you know i'm like what why did i want to let's just use losing weight because everyone seems to want to do that right now why did I want to lose weight? You know, did I want to do it because I want to look, I want to wear skinny jeans, you know, or I want my, my regular boot cut jeans to stop feeling like skinny jeans, you know, <laughs> um, you know, do I want to, uh, what, why did I want it? Or did I do it? Did I want to do it? Because, um, you know, I want to, I want to live longer, you know, like I want to be healthy. I want to steward my body well, you know, and just kind of like dissecting even why that was the case and then dissect why it didn't work, you know, like what, what, what can I learn from this? What can I be praying that God will help me with, you know, do I need more discipline? Do I need accountability? Letting it be uh, something like a catalyst for maybe, you know, looking at not just that resolution, but the things that needed to be in place for that resolution to happen that didn't, that weren't in place at that point. So just always trying to learn from your mistakes or learning from failure, um, I think is, I've learned, and this sounds so cliche, but I've probably learned more from my failures than I have from my successes. Yeah, and and uh, and there's there's character building to be had there too. And so, um, yeah, man. I mean, that's that's about that's uh, again, that's right off the top of my head. I didn't you didn't you didn't give me that question ahead of time, you you meanie. Well, but that's okay. I mean, yeah, that's that's my resolution is to give you is to, is to make my life more stressful. <laughs> yeah, it's my that. resolution. Uh, you're 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 doing well. Resolved man. to make your life difficult. Yeah, you're not failing at that one, so no. that's good. Hey, I'm not discouraged now. <laughs> uh, but no, so so Jeff, where do you think the Lord is taking us in 2019 as Glass City Church? I know you said you had some things that were in the hopper, uh, and this is me trying to prod those out of you. I, I like the use of the word prod there. That reminds me of being electrocuted with a cattle prod. Um, I can kick it, kick him out of you. Yeah, that's that's nice too. Is that um, better? So, well, as, as uh, I kind of let the cat out of the bag last week, I like to I like to kind of like not not preview stuff too quickly, um, partially because it's just make it's just fun to like to not I don't know surprise yeah surprise so we're going through the Gospel of John this year, um, which I'm super excited. I actually made a reference to it um, two sermons ago. When I was talking about, um, I, I was I was talking about uh, when when Peter and Jesus are talking after the resurrection, and um, it was this little Easter egg in my sermon that my wife knew about, and pretty much I don't think anyone else knew. Uh, but I was talking about you know the the different words for love there. And I was like, and we'll we'll talk about this more next year. That was the only thing I said about it. And my wife was like, ah, I know what you meant. No one else did. But um, yeah, so we're going through the Gospel of John. It's going to be amazing. Uh, I've got a case of. Uh, those uh gospel of john scripture journal things coming in where it's like yeah. the, it's the it's the text on one side and then on the facing page there's there's a lined kind of journal page so you can 
um, I'm super excited about that because I, I love buying books and um, we're going to we're going to use that to try to help people kind of engage with the text even deeper. I've um, seen those before. They're really cool. I'm a journal fiend. Ooh. And, Would you yeah. say you're a connoisseur? Uh, a journal junkie, maybe? A jur- yes. I like the uh, the half alliteration there. Yeah. Half alliteration. That was full alliteration, buddy. That's how you had a three. Oh, well. I told you I don't read. I don't know. Okay. You tell me. That's all right, man. Um, yeah, so we're going to do that. And then, like I said earlier, we're going to start up our our, uh, our songs and prayers worship nights again. Um, very excited about that. I'm also, I've been talking with a couple of uh, local pastors about some, some new initiatives uh, coming up uh, in the new year. And, um, yeah, I mean, gosh. I don't. I don't know what else. Honestly, I'm. I've, I've got some. I've got some ideas, but but I don't know if those are the Lord's ideas or my own. And so, um, we'll we'll find out. And when we do, we'll let you know. But so, any more of those? Any any of those initiatives you wanted to give away to? Is it like a pastoral mm-hmm. fight club or something like that? Uh, I would lose because I can't fight my way out of a wet paper bag. But um, so no. The, to answer your question, absolutely not on that one. But um, yeah, you'll just have to wait and find out because uh, I don't even know yet. Okay, I mean that's fair. I think. Because, <laughs> do you think that's fair, Jeff? I don't know if it's fair. I I, I don't know. I'm uh, I'm going to leave that up to the Lord. Okay. But Great. hey, thanks for listening to the uh, Glass City Church podcast. <laughs> you stole my line. Well, I'm just wrapping it up, buddy. All right. Well, thank you again for listening, uh, Jeff. Thank you uh, for your time. Uh, hope you guys have a wonderful new year. Uh, that you take time to to plan uh, and consider the things of the Lord. Uh, so yeah. Over and out, baby. You've been listening to the Glass City Church Podcast. For more content or more information about Glass City Church, visit our website at www.glasscitychurch.org.